be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, There was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, Render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, While it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. I love that first reading with Moses and that he's holding up his staff and it gets tiring sometimes to be praying without ceasing but he has his brothers on both sides Ben and Er, and they're holding his arms up in prayer and have you ever been there where you're praying for something so hard and you just hope that God is listening but it just sometimes doesn't feel like he's there sometimes And our readings today are calling us to be persistent in our prayer and to not give up. That's why we have our brothers and sisters here at church, that we ask for prayers from our brothers and sisters, because sometimes life's burdens get a little bit heavy. Some of us are dealing with a loss of a loved one, grieving that loss. Some of us are struggling in their jobs. Many things can cause us to fall almost into despair. God is calling us to never give up, to keep knocking, keep searching, and that door will be open to us. A great example of prayer, I think, happened on August 5th, 2010. Now, some of you might remember it. It was in Chile, the miners. I remember just being glued. I wanted to turn the my computer on each day and find out did they rescue those 33 miners that got trapped a half a mile under the earth half a mile under the bowels of the earth they were there wondering if they were going to get out and as the days passed 17 days passed and Chile was wondering are there anybody that's alive are there any survivors but they didn't give up And during those 17 days, those Chilean miners took a pipe and just banged the walls, just nonstop banging on the wall, hoping that somebody would hear them. And of course, they were praying to God, hoping that someone would come. 
And on August 22nd, finally, a tiny borehole about the size of a grapefruit had reached through to them. And yes, there was life. And there was great jubilation, but there was so much work to be done. And would they be able to reach them a half a mile under the earth? And the first thing that they started doing through that tiny grape hole, grapefruit hole is they passed some hydrogen gels and they passed some food down that. And they asked for, the first thing they asked for was Bibles. They wanted prayer cards. They wanted rosaries. And they made a little oratory down in that cave, down in that mine shaft. And they prayed. They prayed and they prayed and they prayed in that mind shop. And they never gave up. And they spent a record of, what was it? Uh, it was like two and a half months down there in that 69 days in the hot human bowels of the earth. 69 days. Can you imagine? And this started to capture the whole world, didn't it? I mean, we were all glued, those of us who were like, we were glued to the television set. Would they reach on them? We were all praying for them too. All of us. We prayed. And the world came together. Scientists started coming together and they started devising ways that they could maybe help the Chileans get those people out. And on October 13th, the first miner was rescued. And Approximately 22 and a half hours later, the last miner came up out of that mine shaft. And church bells were ringing throughout Chile. And the Chileans were so proud of their people. And I'll bet you, if you ask one of those miners, how did you do it? How did you think you got out of there? And I'll bet you any amount they would say, we prayed, and God, listen, they never gave up. You know, our lives are kind of the same way. We don't, we're not stuck down a mind shaft, but they prayed as if their lives depended on it. And I think we need to pray as if our lives depend on it, because it really does. It depends on us praying and persevering through this life so we can one day get out of this earth and reach our heavenly homeland and be with our Lord. We have a lot to pray about today. There's a lot of darkness in our world, but it should not cause us to despair. Families are under attack in many different ways. Some of us are fighting terminal illness. Some of us are trying to heal from a broken relationship. And some of us are parenting maybe a difficult child. Some of us are taking care of our elderly parents. Whatever it is, Jesus is asking all of us to stay the course. Continue in your effort to pray. Part of our problem today is we are so, so busy, aren't we? I mean... I'm snowed with emails and the things to do just mount up and the alarm clock goes off and you just want to race out and you want to take care of all those things that you got to get to. I know, 
I've been falling into that trap. And then sometimes then we don't take that time to pray before we go out and we tackle the world. There's a picture in my house that hangs and it has a poem on it that I think summarizes what we're talking about. It says, I got up early one morning and I rushed into the day. I had so much to accomplish. I didn't have time to pray. Problems just tumbled about me and grew heavier with each task. Why doesn't God help me? I wondered. And he answered, you didn't ask. I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the day toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why God didn't show me. He said, but you didn't seek I tried to come into God's presence. I used all the keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, My child, you didn't knock. I woke up early this morning and paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish. I had to take time to pray. Jesus is asking us to seek, and you will find. To knock, and the door will be opened to us. To not lose heart. To keep pressing on and persevere in our prayer. He wants us to come to us. Even if it feels like it takes forever that he's going to answer the prayer, he is answering it. He won't answer it necessarily in the way we want it, but he will definitely answer our prayers and he will answer it in the most perfect way because God is perfect. He's perfect in love. So as we come to him today to receive Jesus, his body, blood, soul, and divinity entering into our very souls, let's ask him to help us to persevere and help us to pray even for those who are finding it difficult to to hold their arms up in prayer, like Moses. Let's help them. Let's lift their arms in prayer. Let's let the Eucharist be our strength to persevere in prayer.